This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The Chicago Board of Trade faded on optimism that crops will get in, expectations that Thursday's USDA report will not be bullish, and a general asset liquidation raising cash. Temperatures warm up everywhere across the reach of the Corn Belt, while rain continues in the northern Corn Belt where they need it the least. My experience is that spring rain events tend to be minor when temperatures are cool, but warmth adds energy so rain events get heavier when temperatures heat up. Planning delays will continue in the northwest Corn Belt while they should get some crop in the ground in the eastern Corn Belt. There's no buffer in stocks or acreage where the U.S. can afford to lose a region this year. Farmers have been pretty patient over getting in fields, but there comes a point on the calendar when they will mud them in. When USDA reported that farmers intended to plant 89.49 million acres of corn this year, the trade was skeptical, thinking that despite high costs, that farmers would add 1 to 2 million acres if planting went well. It did not go well. The only anecdotal comment we heard was switching out some corn seed for soybeans, better matching the fertilizer they had booked. We did not get enough days here yet to even get all the fertilizer on to lock in the crop getting planted. I was skeptical over prevent plant this year, but if a farmer has not committed to cost, there may well be some prevent plant in the northwest corn belt. It is unlikely that farmers added any corn acres since planting intentions late March. And then there is yield. USDA starts out at trend line yield, which is 181 bushels per acre this year, and then adjusts for conditions. RJO says that the May 12th USDA crop report is unlikely to harbor any good news. Planting conditions this year would appear to be much less positive than a year ago when the corn yield was 177 bushel per acre, but it would be out of sorts for the USDA to make adjustments of acres until the June acreage report and doesn't change its use of trend line yield in the May report either. I see gravity pulling stocks down to a pipeline sub-billion bushel carryover, which would mean that they'll have to buy corn acres next year. 2022 December corn is not overpriced, and 2023 December corn would be too cheap. That doesn't mean that there are not bullish supply-demand fundamentals, only that USDA will not adjust reports for them in May. Remember their incrementalism. The loss of Ukraine corn production to reduce Brazilian corn production, along with a global reassessment of food and feed stocks needed to secure security, will sustain U.S. exports, while fuel and feed consumption is yet to start a rationing process supported by crude oil in drought. The Chinese economy is slowing, but history shows there's no correlation between that and food and feed imports. The administration is sensitive to inflation concerns, so USDA may respond to that by giving the impression that all is well in the May reports, even if it is not. They will make bullish adjustments later on only when forced to. Bullish news in the May 12th report would be a friendly surprise. Early week Chicago Board of Trade weakness ahead of Thursday's U.S. report would insulate markets from any bad spin that USDA puts on fundamentals. Delayed soybean planting natively impacts yield, but soybeans could pick up a few more acres by default. Good yield results from planting soybeans earlier, while we have planted soybeans ahead of corn the last two years. Our soybeans are in in April, while our corn is delayed. USDA says farmers intended to plant 90.95 million acres, 
using a 51.5 bushel per acre trend line yield. Acres should come through while a reduced yield may offset them. They are going to plant as many double crop soybeans as they can following wheat, and they may be forced to plant more soybeans in the waterlogged northwest corn belt. Those two factors will be negative to the average yield. Everyone has been surprised over how well that the soybean crush margins have held up given the price. No sign yet that $17 triggered rationing. Most farmers have sold their old crop soybeans. They tend to go up with commercials and speculators own them. There's a lot more crush capacity under construction. Simply stated, it would appear that demand will buy down U.S. soybean stocks to near pipeline supply. The La Nina may be peaking, but this is solidly a La Nina year. The more crop that gets mudded in this spring due to delays, the greater the risk of a summer drought. Early planting was the primary factor that mitigated yield loss from drought in Iowa last year. An early planted crop under favorable conditions is hard to kill later in the season. Last year proved that. I see last year's 177 bushel per acre corn yield is tough to match. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 